Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. All right, welcome to our Toy Story Draft. All right, we're doing this because there is the Sunday Funday broadcast of the Toy Story simulcast of the Falcons-Jaguars game. And I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see how it works. Uh, I hope it's really fun and engaging and that it's great for the kiddos to watch. But we're going to draft Toy Story characters, but as if we wanted them on our, our football team. Okay, so think of it as fantasy football draft. These are the people that are going to get me the most points if we played fantasy football. All right, so our order is going to be Jorge, Travis, Emily, Allen. Back up and back down. Three total picks it's for a each. Snake draft. Twelve overall. <laughs> All right, Jorge, your first pick. It's a snake draft. There it is. <laughs> All right, with the first pick, Jorge picks Woody as my uh, Woody off the board. Yeah, he's a leader. Woody's Peyton Manning. Yeah, he, yeah. exactly. So Woody, <laughs> Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> Woody and Peyton Manning do look. That's, that's there's, a good, there's a lot of foreheads yeah, going on on Woody, <laughs> right? There is my turn, M. Yes. I also am going to take a quarterback. I need a leader. I need somebody that's bold. I need somebody that's willing to take a chance. That's willing to fail. Right. The only way you succeed is by being willing to fail. I'm going to take Buzz Lightyear. Give me Buzz yeah, as my quarterback. Those because two were not Buzz, a surprise. B- Buzz is going to let it rip. I want Buzz. Okay. I'm not flying. I'm falling with style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am going with who? someone who I think is going to be a gunslinger, who I think is going to be someone that will uh, stretch the possibility. She's hot-headed just like me. She's very similar to me. Uh, I want her as my quarterback. We're going to you know, defy the laws of football and having sure. Jesse as my quarterback. Now, would you like to take Good it from pick. here? Good pick. He, you know, we had some predictions here, so let's just say Trav's mock draft is very Pretty accurate. accurate so <laughs> I, said, I said to Al during the break, you guys were in there, he and I were, t- I said, Emily's going to take Jesse. I dressed up as Jesse for multiple Halloween. I knew, I, I would have, <laughs> I would have been spot on. I knew you were going to take Jesse. All, All right. right. My uh, first pick, number four overall, I need a tight end. Tight end's a very important position okay. in the NFL. Ask Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> Rex to me. Rex is great. Is my tight end. <laughs> putting Rex. Oh, really? I'm Rex. putting Rex right on the, the line. tiny little arms. He can't catch anything. In the you, slot. You, we got to hit him in the chest. Your quarterback needs to be we accurate. We got to hit him in the chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah otherwise he's chest. not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Going Good Rex choice. with my number one pick. Uh, my number two, basically, I'm just solidifying my entire defense. <laughs> hey, I'm the take, hockey puck is still available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hockey puck. I'm taking the aliens with the little green men. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting basically. I'm. They just, work as one. I'm assuming. I, I'm putting them. I'm putting them everywhere, and I hope that they just kind of disperse amongst my defense. Maybe Those are my like your. I, I, can I specify as your backfield, or do you want them as your uh, defensive linemen? Uh, my backfield. Okay, that's yeah. your, secondary your secondary. Is yeah, your secondary. is your aliens? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, all right. That's a interesting choice from you all around. Uh, but I feel that's like she's fine. judging you, Sleep. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with my CQI. All right. So I'm going to try to do what JB Long says is, you know, CQI is important. It's coach quarterback injury. So I'm going to go with a coach as my second pick. And Don't you I, dare. <laughs> I think that I'm going to go with Stinky Pete oh. as my head coach. He is Bill Belichickian. He is smart. He's always thinking Tactical. five steps ahead. He's dirty, and I want a coach that's dirty to get Jesse. I think he can get the most out of Jesse. I think he can scheme up a bunch of stuff because they've worked together for so long. They've been in that box for years. So I'm going to Stinky Pete as my head coach. So you have two from Toy Story 2, your first it's two picks. It's definitely the best of the three. It's it's, it's really good. I like it. I, I, she, I the she, first... You didn't ask that. You just basically asked, those are both from there. And she's like, it's the best by far. When you immediately have to defend, I feel sure. like I've hit a soft spot. That's just my psycho, <laughs> psycho uh, analysis right there. All right, my turn? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So I think that taking a coach is a really good idea. But I think my coach is going to be available on the flip, so okay. I'm going to leave it on the board. It's risky. It's risky. What do you need if you have a quarterback? What did we see with the Rams last week? You with, need offensive line. You need an offensive line. That's right, Emily. Who of the Toy Story characters is an offensive lineman? Give me Ham. I was going to say yeah. Ham. Good is choice. An Give me lineman. Ham as my offensive lineman, right? And little known fact, anywhere on the line or uh, left tackle, okay. of, course, of course, right? Left tackle is the most important position on the offensive line. Can you play so for the Rams. I, I, I want <laughs> Ham as my left tackle, and John Ratzenberger, Cliff Clavin from Cheers, voices Ham. He's been Great in choice. every Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. He is, he shows up in each and every Pixar movie. It's lovely. Yeah. All right, Jorge, you have two picks. Did I do okay, Em? Are you judging okay. my picks? Yes, I. You have good picks. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna stick with the offense here. I just want to just get as many points, touchdowns, just yards as yeah. many as, as I can. So I'm gonna go with uh, Bo Peep, and okay. I'm gonna take her as my running back. If you see her on she's Toy Story Four, stick. she's in the raccoon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. She's, she's in that skunk, okay. you know, swerving through things. She'd be like a slender uh, running back, yeah. you know, kind of weaving in and out of the defense. She's, she's not Reggie like a, Bush. She's not Derrick <laughs> she's Henry not, out there. Uh... No, she's LT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm. And then I'm going to take a wide receiver and somebody can stretch and get that extra, you know, just length or whatever. I'm going to take Slinky the dog as my wide receiver. Good choice. Good choice. Slinky the dog. All right, Trav, last pick. So my bet paid off. I get my coach with my third pick. Yep. I think so. When, when you talk about a coach, what do you talk about? What, what, what a good coach is good at what? X's and O's, right? Yep. You need to be the, be the X's and O's and to draw up plays. I know where Give you're going. Give me Etch. Oh, Give me okay. Etch as my head coach because he can draw the plays up so my man Buzz knows what's going on and my man Ham knows where the defense is coming from. He can from. get into that headset really easily. Absolutely. They, they're, they're well coached. I okay. will take Etch as my head coach. Interesting. I'm glad that I have my, my I hoped was going to be here at the end. I'm also going to take a running back. But I am going to take a Derrick Henry-style running back. I'm going to take someone that is extremely difficult to take down because no one can match their size. No one can take them down because they can run all the way down the field. They can catch anything. Beast mode. Big baby. Big baby oh. is my choice for my <laughs> running back, and they will destroy any offense That's against them. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, perfect. So last pick, my coach is still available. Um this last character is similar to a coach that we talk a lot about in the NFL. Um, I think I might be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, which is why I'm taking this <laughs> as taking. my as my as my coach. Um, 
this character reminds me of a coach that coaches here in the local market. A Forky <laughs> will be is going to be my head coach, and that will round up my team, and that should get me the number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Forky was the first thing in the Toy Story universe that made me go, I don't like this movie. <laughs> It, Duke Kaboom? Yeah, Duke Kaboom oh, was Duke Kaboom. Yeah, it's yeah, Evil sure. Knievel, right? It's cool. Uh, Duke Kaboom, but Fork, I'm like, that's a piece of trash. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's somebody put pipe cleaners uh, on it. Forky. Forky. Okay, so other, some other people that I would have drafted if I had the opportunity to, I was thinking about Zerg for my safety. Okay, okay? I was going to take Zerg as my defensive tackle to go also blow up too. the quarterback. Yeah, so I, I wanted Zerg as my safety because I think, yeah, he could blow up the ba- like the secondary and he, yeah. would, he could see it all happening. Uh, I also had... Uh, Huggins as a potential offensive lineman for me. Which one's Huggins? H- Huggins, the pink one from uh, he's the bad, big bad character in the Toy Story. Oh, 3. Lots oh of, yeah, lots, yeah. Of lots of Huggins. Sorry, lots sorry, of. lots of Huggins yeah. uh, bear. And I would like him as either like an offensive lineman uh, to protect Jesse. For my defense, I would have taken the Green Army man. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. guys. Are Sarge good. also would have been a good yeah. coach. Oh, Sarge yeah. is. Oh, Sarge would have been a good coach. They, how about the barrel of monkeys to be your? Oh yeah, O-line, <laughs> the whole O line along the way. Well, they characters. all move together. What about Sid? A lot of characters, right? Like Sid, Sid, the bad guy in the first one who who destroys his sister's toys. Like Sid, Sid could have been. Like a dirty player. Like, like a linebacker. Been, like Vontez Perfect. Yeah. He's just cheap shotting people. <laughs> you know, Sid right. was on your highlights yesterday on YouTube. All over That's, the place. Yeah, he's all over. Yeah, Sid is uh, Ray Lewis. Sid's, Sid's doing Head stuff. Head coach, Mr. Potato Head. Could have been a good choice. Good choice. Hockey I puck. Think, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think he, he's much more like, um, I, I, I picture Mr. Potato Head much more like a... Um, like an old style head coach, kind of like a like a Chuck Knoll. Yeah, yeah. But I picture I don't know Stinky Pete as my D line coach. <laughs> Who's the Sean McVay? Only you know? the defensive line. Etch. Mm, Etch. I we're, disagree. We're, it's but... all about design, Emily. It's okay. all about making sure she that disagrees, the people bro. are in the right places and making sure that <laughs> it's not just the personnel. It's putting the personnel in a position to see. I didn't do a good job today making sure that our guys are in the right spots to succeed. You know that whole deal. <laughs> that's, that's a ton. Etch. A ton of characters. There's a million. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a million. I feel like there's something similar to this we could do at some point with The Simpsons because there's 10 billion Simpsons characters too. How do you think this? Would I drafted do? wrestlers though. In my I understand. Defense. And okay, Simpsons so was did helpful she, she to trivia last thing. night. <laughs> yeah, you, she'll end up with Homer, Mr. Smithers, and Bart. <laughs> yes, you know, that's exactly. what she. She's like, I have no idea. I have no I'll idea. Take, uh, Homer is he? Is he good? How is do you think? Good? How do you think this will do over the weekend? I think people will check it out. And, and and that's Something the idea, sustainable? right? Probably not. Like what? I, it, I didn't. I'm, but it's a cute gimmick. They want to do what the Nickelodeon gimmick. crowd got with the sure. um, with CBS Slime, and yeah. the ability to get. Oh, maybe I want to watch it with my kids. They but they need like kids on the broadcast because that's what is cool about the Nickelodeon mm. broadcast is like you have kid reporters and yep. the kids can be like I want to be like her or him mm. and they get invested. And it's a universe that is universally liked. Right, yes. the the Toy Story universe is really well mm-hmm. liked, so you're going in predisposed to like what you're about to see. And as long as the technology is good enough, I don't know if you'll do it every week, but yeah, it's it's a fun little thing to do, and it's the right game to do it. It's on at six thirty in the morning, <laughs> and you know if it's not good, you can keep it moving. Adds a just a different story that we don't have around the NFL right now. It's it, it'll be unique. You're going to see some Lakers stuff today. Yeah, we got uh so. It's kind of a it's a preseason or a um, pre yeah you call it preseason preseason presser so Darvin Ham 
and uh, Palenka will talk a little bit later today. I think so they're food? talking at two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. BB usually, go bag. I, I will tell you this. Usually they put out a good spread over there. I know. That's why I asked uh, at the training facility. But it's not media day, so I don't know. You know what kind of spread's going to be there? A little something. Bag That'd be a little chips something. Or something. Coke. Something. Yeah. Oh no, they'll have something. Yeah, yeah they're Coca-Cola. they're good about that. They use a lot of their partners. Oh, so yeah. their partners will bring in stuff. The BB Go, the I Wing can't. Stops, all that stuff. BB Go, I'm yeah. very excited to run back what we did last year. That yeah. was amazing. You know what I could imagine is, let's just say you made it out there today at 2 o'clock as well. Sure. I know you're not going. but yeah, Don't wait for me. Yeah, I know. The food, <laughs> the food is set up outside of the, outside of the court, right? So they got the court where they practiced, the facility, got all the banners up there, Genie's office, the whole thing. And everybody goes into that area. I could see you being the only one not out in that area, <laughs> and you're on the outside just in line at the food truck, who has not opened yet because they're waiting for all the other media to come, and you're just first in line. <laughs> Al, put your phone Look, on speaker. Just put your phone on speaker. I'll, I'll listen. I you, could hear. I know I give you a hard time sometimes for not listening, but I feel like you know me now. I feel I feel like you really have a good grip of what I'm about and what's important to me, and you just described it You're perfectly. doing a Zoom call? You're just... <laughs> From the outside, let's do a little Lakers. The, yeah. uh, obviously, Dame Lillard is in Milwaukee with mm-hmm. the Bucks, and they, at least according to Las Vegas, they're the team to beat going into the season. But we also, of course, need to figure out where the Lakers fall into the hierarchy here. And it feels like they're being moderately, yeah. moderately disrespected. And if we missed anybody on our Toy Story draft, if we left anybody off that you think would be a great addition to our teams, call us 877-710-3776 or uh, get at us on uh, X. Tweet Twitter. Let's come on. Don't give him what yeah. he wants. Yeah. Don't give him what he wants. I'm just Call it Twitter. Call it Twitter. Being... Tweet at us on Twitter. Okay. Well, it's starting to happen now where everyone's starting to. It's starting to happen. Yeah. Twitter. Starting to happen. Send me, send me your tweets on Twitter, X, whatever. <laughs> Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, so we played Dame earlier, right? That Dame, that that sounds like Shaq. Like I can't, maybe it's just that Shaq has such a distinct voice. Yeah, he does. That I can't turn the page that it's Shaq. Like Dame just sounds like a musician. That, that that Shaq sounds like Shaq. You know who else? And they got into a little bit of a, a beef, I guess, at some point. Marvin Bagley is also a really, really good rapper good? as well. Yeah, not that good of a basketball. He got player. into a beef with Dame. Dame. Yeah, they oh. both did tracks against each other. I, something like I that. I know where I'd go if I were Dame. Like you might have some skills on the mic, but you do not have them on the 
court. It's a little bit different. Is is levels? Did he go different. there? Marvin Bagley was good. I have, I can't remember. It was this was like maybe a couple years ago. I know Marvin Bagley when he released his track was holding a child with Dame's face on it. I was like, well, that's that's a little aggressive. Yeah, but does he not know that he's Marvin Bagley? Did no one tell him that? Hey, uh, dude, you're not nearly no. good enough to do this. No, he does you, not know that. you got to have game like Chris Paul if you want to try something yes. like this. <laughs> this is not a good idea for you. Yeah, it wasn't Steph versus Dame. It was a little bit different. We'll come back to Dame in one second. We missed one, Slee. This is not good. Neil in Ventura. Neil, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. I was just thinking that Oregon missed uh, – once he picked Woody for quarterback, he should have taken Bullseye as a running back. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Bullseye. Good combo. Yeah. yeah. Or Jesse and Bullseye. Yeah, honestly, they both that. they all have connections. Bullseye's yeah. fast. Bullseye's fast. He's a horse. He can run over people. Yeah, you're right. Feels like a miss on. I'm still part. okay with Big Baby. <laughs> Big Big Baby's good, but Bullseye's more iconic, I guess. Like yeah. Big Baby's a little bit of a deeper cut. Yeah. Big Baby is the Derrick Henry, and then the, um, Bullseye is I don't know Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jonathan so, Taylor. So he only plays three games a year. <laughs> yeah, he gets injured really quickly. All right. Well, you can't injure a horse, but yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Hey. It's 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 career ending with <laughs> yeah, a horse. It's more than career yeah, ending. Yes. It's uh, anyway. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to think about poor Bullseye having to do that. No. That sounds terrible. No. I like Bullseye. Um, the Lakers are good. The Lakers got a little deeper. The Lakers have two very high level superstars in LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yep. Are they on the same level as these – now that Dame is in Milwaukee with Giannis, you got Jokic and Murray. You've got uh, Booker and Durant. Yeah. You've got Steph and – I don't know. Is Chris Paul? Is it, is, it, is it Clay? Is it Draymond? You've got these other combinations of players. Are the Lakers in that class, or are they the top of the next tier? Everybody right now, it seems like to have the Lakers on the top of the next tier. I'm okay with that. I don't have a. Pro- I think that's properly rated, to be honest with you. I think the the Bucks should be one of the favorites to win it all. I think Denver clearly should be one of the ones to to favorite to win it all. Boston's a really Boston, really good team. I'm okay with that. The, the the last team that people are putting on there, the fourth team, the Phoenix Suns, I'm going to go back to this, and they got a lot that they're going to have to prove. That's going to be a really, really good team. they got just incredible talent. Vogel's the coach. How can they put it all together? I'm okay with that. I think there's another tier after that, and I think that's where you're starting to put the Lakers and the Warriors, and mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, are the Clippers healthy? Are they going to be in that conversation? Clippers aren't in the top tier, that's for well, sure. That's, yeah, 100, yeah, 100%. But I, I think that... ESPN did, you know, there was a number of different uh, league insiders weigh in on the 2023-2024 favorites, okay? And this is on ESPN. It came out, I think it was yesterday, today. It was after the uh, the trade. Who will win the West? And anybody can pick. Of all the votes out there, Denver got 10 votes, Phoenix got three votes, Warriors got two votes, Lakers got zero. Lakers did not get a vote. NBA champs. Boston, Denver, Milwaukee, Phoenix all got votes. The Lakers did not get any votes. I, the only thing I don't like, I hate that the Warriors are in the – the Warriors should not be ahead of the Lakers. That's my own personal opinion. I think that the Lakers and the Warriors, you want to group them together, that's fine. I think the Lakers still have a better team. They beat them in six games. They have more size. I think I told you yesterday, they got seven guys that are 6'8 or above. Okay, They got real length, which is why they beat the Warriors. 
I got no issue with the Lakers not being one of the title fans. Actually, I have curiosity in the team as well. My curiosity is Braun will be in his 21st season. That a lot of the players that you got last season, you're bringing back. They had a great run from the um, they had a great run from the trade deadline moving forward. Okay, what's that going to look like on a night in night out basis? I like the team. I'm confident where the Lakers are, but I don't. You know, people I think are. I don't know if anybody's getting upset about it. I think there are tiers, and I need to see. I want to see what the Lakers look like to see if they're in that tier or not. I think what keeps them out of it, Al, is one of the things you just mentioned. The the reason the Lakers are not in that top tier, the reason they're not in the tier with the Celtics and the Nuggets and, and, and Phoenix and Milwaukee, maybe Phoenix is probably at the bottom of the top tier, but those other ones that we mentioned, their two best guys have real question marks. And not because anybody did anything wrong. LeBron is entering uncharted territory. We've only seen a very small handful of guys play this long. We've never seen a guy play this long and still be the best player on his team. That, that It's just never happened before, right? Where going into year 21 and 40 years old and not just being in the league and knocking around, but, hey, we need you to get 28 a night. We need you to play 35-plus minutes. We need you to be the, the, the emotional and spiritual leader of this team every single night. I, I think he can, but if we start to see a, a, a waning of that, I wouldn't be shocked. You've never seen it. It's never, it's never, it's never happened, happened before. Anthony Davis was as healthy as he's been in a really long time towards the end of last season in the playoffs, and that's yeah. great, and yeah. I hope that's the new normal. But it's not unreasonable to think that there's going to be durability questions about Anthony Davis. Until there aren't, there always will be, and there's, they, they still are. So at the very top of the league, Austin, Austin Reeves – as the third best player yeah, on your third a best championship player. caliber mm-hmm. team, and he is, but that's a different role than hey, you know, he's pretty nice. It's it's very different than that's found money as opposed to I need you to be that guy every single night. And there are going to be nights where you're going to have to be maybe the best player on the team. That's different. Their question, not that they can't. LeBron could be great. AD could be healthy. Austin Reeves could 100 percent be up for it. Those are all possibilities, but they're more unsure than. Is Lillard and Giannis going to kill it? Yeah. Are Tatum and Brown going to kill it? Yeah. Right? And it, all of this stuff is subject to injury and all of this other things, but the Lakers have greater variables than these other teams. I think you could walk into a season saying that, look, our roster is not perfect, but we really like what we got. Mm-hmm. We think that we got the depth. We think we got the right players. They got such a unique thing, which we haven't seen with LeBron and Anthony Davis in a long time. They got a lot of guys between the age of 25 and 27. Like they're they're at the, they can be the workhorses in an 82 game season. Got some younger players. They got the Max Christies of the world. A couple of the rookies. I think you can walk into a season saying, okay, I'm not sure if we're better than Denver. I'm not sure if we're better than Phoenix, Milwaukee, Boston. But I like what we have. Let's see it play out a little bit. What's it going to look like when you're 20 games in and? I know this has been something, and I, I don't want to, you know, I, I keep reiterating this because I think it's really important. I'm not telling you that the Lakers should go trade away two, three of these guys by the trade deadline. But what I'm telling you is they have the flexibility to do it if it's needed. So mm-hmm. if you're 25 in, 25, let's say you're 30 games in and the Lakers are 20 and 10, you're like, okay, they're good. But you can still say, are they better than those other teams where – 
is there a move that you can make that can help improve your roster, whatever the case? I think that's how they're going to take the approach. Let's walk into the season. Let's They only played 25 games together before you got to the playoffs last year, and I think that's something that's going to be equated. I, I, I'm curious – I'm curious to see how it shakes out. I keep coming back to what we talked about at the end of last year. And I think the Lakers caught a break in the best possible way that they landed in the seed that they did and they took the path that they did to run into the Nuggets. Because even though they got swept, none of those games felt like they were getting their ass kicked. It's like, no, okay, they weren't. Yeah. Nuggets are better and the Lakers, Lakers are going to have to do something. They're going to have to get hot. They're going to have to knock down a shot. But it the wasn't biggest win was by seven or eight. Yeah, it, it, was, something like it that. was never a, mm-hmm. oh, they got no chance against this. All of those games felt competitive deep into the game. If that had happened in the first round, if they lose to Minnesota or they start as the eighth seed or whatever, and they are swept in the first round, we're not having this conversation. But to your point, let it cook. Let's see what it looks like. Let's get a little deeper. Let's add a guy like a Vincent, right? Let's add this. That. But let's not do anything super big and bold. Let's let this thing cook. I think that worked out really well for them because they are good because they do have the pieces that fit together. Age is a question. Health is a question. Yeah. And and who plays when, what, who, how, or how is all, always a question. But I think if they go out in that first round, they probably do something more drastic than what they ended up doing, and I'm glad that it didn't work out like they that. They have so many guys that are when – I, when, when I say they got 10 def, – definitely 10 players that are going to get rotational minutes, potentially 12 – you don't need that many players, but if you can't go out there and get, you know, if it's past LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, you kind of start asking questions. I, I think they're in a very interesting situation, but I like I like their predicament coming into the year. I really do. Think about a year ago, we're doing the Lakers media day, and that's when Russell Westbrook is still there. That's when all the questions are still around. Pat Bev's on that team. We're going to walk into this season with a much, much different tone. Got to stay healthy. Number those two guys need to stay yeah. as healthy as possible because if that isn't the case, then everything else is like, it's cool. But yeah, it's just, it's not enough. Your two best guys have to be your two best guys. We'll see how it goes. Venice is our next stop. Chris in Venice. You're on with Travis Lee. Chris, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Thank you guys. Uh, I walk dogs around here and you guys always keep me entertained and uh, informed. You. And I think I love the show. Um, so I was, commenting on the toy story thing you guys nobody drafted him but we did talk about it afterwards is sid i feel like <laughs> sid is like a dead buckus just blows things up on defense <laughs> just mean mean linebacker but one thing that no one said is this guy uh he's gonna run for two thousand yards nobody can catch him and that's rc oh it's a good you one. Can't yeah. stop him. <laughs> so, but so who but does rc control himself do we i don't remember well, if you have a good quarterback or a good coach, you can have the coach control RC. So, you, so he's the one with the little the remote control. control? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, RC's a good one. Yeah, I think he does have a mind of his own. But uh, I mean, you could probably maybe you know it's like the little click in the quarterback's uh, helmet. Like, yeah. Hey, go right, go left. Like, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Appreciate the call. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Shifty. I, I do like Sid as a Butkus type middle linebacker who maybe plays a little after the whistle. That maybe you know the next thing you know, Buzz's arm is torn off, <laughs> that because Zid, because Sid got his hands on him. He's got a crack in his helmet because Buzz. Some or, uh, dirty players out there. Sid had those fireworks that he yeah. liked to stick, you know, rockets, in there, blow stuff rockets, yeah, and rockets. he had the hammer. Like Sid had some equipment yeah, that he could he bring did. out on the field. It's a lot. Sid had on. a weird childhood, <laughs> the way he grew up. He, look, Sid. Sid wasn't good. Oh, the sister seemed fine. Yeah. Sid's sister, sister seemed totally Maybe normal. that was the problem. She got all the attention and the love. And What about Andy's mom as a good coach, too? Would she have been a good coach out there? She makes g- tough decisions. 
she put those toys out on the lawn for uh, for the yard sale. Is she mean enough? I feel that to be a coach, you got to be a little ruthless. That's true. You, you That's got to be a little just Well, abs- she's ruthless by putting these toys into this box as, oh, these toys suck. I'm going to go put this in here. <laughs> or put the toy, the Wheezy, up on top. They that don't might be the most that, ruthless. But they make she made the hard decisions. Wheezy. Maybe she's a front office person. Wheezy, Wheezy would be... <laughs> There you go. Wheezy would be a cheerleader. Well, right? like, she had to cut Wheezy because he wasn't up to snuff. Yeah, well, okay? he's in the back. He's under the bed. He was back in the corner. He wasn't getting Top used of the anymore. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So You've it's like shelved. his usage is poor, so you got to go uh, get, a, get whatever you can for him. So actually, honestly, Andy's mom is a great GM. You win the day for Wheezy's usage is low. That's the, that's the best <laughs> Toy Story football analysis of the day. Our picks against the Spread Sleek. Have a, I need you to have a good week. Yeah, come on. Guys. I, I can't have you be buying us dinner by the you know week eight. I need you to get. Well, back this is our third year, and still no one's bought anyone <laughs> dinner. But no, we're doing it. We, I, I, we have the rules. We'll tell you what they are. They're coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. All right, week four, our NFL picks against the spread with our confidence points, of course, as well. The points that we have through the first three weeks of the season, I have a narrow lead. I have 20 points. Jorge is right on my heels with 17. M's right behind him with 16. And I'm in the English Premier League. (laughs) (laughs) Early morning Saturdays. Slee's got four. Yeah. So, look, 18 weeks, Slee. We got 18 weeks, 17 games. All right, now I'm Ton starting to take it a little personal. Ton I'm not doing the data thing is gone. We Jorge, you're play. batting lead off this time. Okay, play. you're going first. First game, as we always do, it is the Rams. The Rams are on the road, taking on the Colts. The Colts are one and a half point favorites at home. Who you got? I like the points on this one, so I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't think they're going to lose three in a row, so I'll take the Rams as my one. Rams at one. I am next. I am also going to take the Rams. I think the Rams are going to win this week. I think that they're going to get points, and I think they're going to win. I like it a lot. Not only do I like it a lot, I like it the most. Give me the Rams all the way at the top with number four. Sleep. Okay. Um, well, this is not a data thing, but I think we're a little bit opposite on this one. I don't. I think I'm starting to lose some steam with the Rams. Not that they can't just easily come back and kind of change things here. This could be your season on Sunday. Uh, but with all that being said, I, I don't feel confident about the game. I'm going to go Colts with my one. Colts at one M. All right, so I am going to go with this whole idea. Everything everyone's been saying already. But I think the Rams can't lose this game. This is a game they can't lose. They have to come out of top first six games at three and three, and I think they have to do that by beating the Colts here. And but I, you know, there's obviously question marks. But I'm not super confident. I have Rams at two. 
Rams at two. Are we more excited to – if we want the Rams to win, do we want to see Gardner Minshew or Anthony Richardson? Honestly, I think Gardner Minshew because I have watched way too much of Gardner Minshew. He's, he has one good week, and then he has a terrible week, and mm. I think this is going to fall in the terrible week here. Anthony Richardson can do some stuff that's kind of scary. I think I'll go Minshew He's, as well. Yeah, he can run on us and, yeah, he and can, not us. He can make stuff happen off script along the way. All right, I'm batting leadoff here on the next game. It is the Las Vegas Raiders right here in Los Angeles against the Chargers. The Chargers are five-and-a-half-point favorites yeah. in this one. Um, the Raiders are bad. They, they do not look like a good team. The Chargers are impossible to figure out what they're going to do. I thought that I, I still think the Chargers are good, but that doesn't mean anything because they have Brandon Staley as their head coach. So Forky. I'm going to take the Chargers at <laughs> one all the way. Forky is going to lead my team to a victory at, in the one spot. Poor uh, guy. Chargers at one sleep. Staley took a shot in our Toy Story draft. <laughs> um, I got no confidence in the Raiders, no confidence in the Chargers. I'm with you that I still think they have such a good roster. And every single week, you're just assuming, like, All right, I think they're going to turn it around just purely because you got the talent. I'll go Chargers with my three here. Chargers with three. Emily. It's a divisional game. It's going to have a lot of uh, – it's always weird when these two teams play. Yeah, that's true. They always play not close, their typical too. way. You know, it's – yeah, like you said, it's always going to be close. I think the Chargers need to win, and I think they need to beat the crap out of somebody. I think that they have so much offense. They have scored so many points in their first three games that I think they're going to score a lot of points. I don't think that the Raiders can match them because they could barely match the Steelers, and the Steelers <laughs> couldn't score anything either over there. So, Chargers, but I'm not super confident. Chargers won. Chargers at one. Jorge. Yeah, I'm going to go and take the Chargers on this one. I think this is the game Uh-oh. where they turn it around. The Raiders, is Jimmy G still out with the concussions? He was at practice today. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I think the Chargers turn it around here. What do I have left? Uh, three? Two, three, and four. Two, three, and four. I'll take Chargers as my two. Chargers at two, so the Raiders are not only going to cover, they're probably going to win because all four <laughs> all of us are on the, the other Chargers. And it's in L.A. <laughs> yeah. with a lot of Raiders uh, fans right. out there. So I thought Raiders. because we all went, I thought he was going to say, all right, I'm, I'm going the Every other time way. it's a four, four-way four sweep, it goes, goes the, other the, other way. Way. the other way. All right, uh, Slee, you're first on this one. It Wait, is. Isn't, oh, aren't I first? Oh, no. No, we start at the top oh, different. I, I just want to go yeah. first. You, you go first next. <laughs> you go first on the final game of the season. Skipped me. Just completely skipped. Me Maybe there. the best game of the season, uh, or the weekend, I so should say. So far, yeah. Uh, yeah. Miami, who looks amazing, against Buffalo in Buffalo, who's looked really good yep. after the opener there. Buffalo's actually the favorite here, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Dolphins. What do you got? You know, maybe I'm just uh, – I know it was really easy to get off the Bills bandwagon to start the season. Everyone's on the Dolphins bandwagon. They should. They dropped 70. I think we're going to come back to life a little bit. I'm going to go Buffalo with my pick in this one. I, I'm i going to have to put it at my four, even though I'm not that confident on it because I'm even less confident in the next <laughs> pick. So I'm going to go Buffalo with my four. Buffalo at 4M. Okay, so if this was going to be in uh, Buffalo in November, I would pick Buffalo. If this was going to be in Miami right now, it'd be more of a slam dunk for Miami just because I think that the Bills' biggest strength is obviously their weather conditions and that Miami does not play in that weather conditions all the time. But I think that Miami is by far the highest score. It's the most exciting offense to watch right now. I think they are going to beat everybody until they face it in a fantastic defense. I'm not sure if the Bills are that defense. I'm going to put Dolphins at my four. Dolphins all the way at the top. Jorge. Uh, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Niners, they're all undefeated, correct? 
The yes. Dol- yes. Yeah. So I think this is the uh, Dolphins' first loss. So I'm taking the Bills as my three. Bills at three. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to put them at two. I think that that offense is a nightmare. And, and we'll, we'll see whether Buffalo can slow them down the or not. Camaraderie. The, the, the camaraderie <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, the camaraderie or whatever. Yeah. They're good. Right, I'll just go with good. They're tough to stop, and Tua looks amazing. If he can stay healthy, they're going to be a handful. Final game, Emily, you're going first. Oh, thank God. We're, we're, we're going to the college game. USC on the road, Coach Prime, Boulder, Colorado gets 21 and a hook, 21 and a half. What do you got? So, yes, so I, so USC is favored by 21 and a half. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Yes. So, I think that it's going to be a closer game than we anticipate. USC always lets... Um, seemingly worse teams stick around. And I think that, honestly, I think at Past half... Last weekend was a good example. I think at half, it's going to be a three-point game. I think it's going to be very close at half, and then it's going to get wider in the second half. I think it's going to be closer than 21 and a half, so I'm doing Colorado at my three. All right, I am going to take SC at three because I, kind of for the same reason that you said, SC was a five-touchdown favorite last weekend against Arizona State. Five touchdowns, okay? They only won by two. The questions about their defense started up all over again. Colorado could not move the ball at all against Oregon, right? right. They only scored one touchdown. They, yeah. they did mm-hmm. not look good. SC is going to score a ton of points, and if they can't stop Colorado, they're in big trouble. Right. They're in very big trouble. So I think they're going to be able to do it. I think they have to do it. SC at three. And I think one stat to keep in mind of is that Colorado, I believe, allows – either the most or close to the most amount of sacks on Shadur Sanders. And USC has had so many sacks this season. They will get on Shadur. It just depends on if their secondary can follow up. Oh. Simplify this. I got one pick left. Um, SC wins. They don't cover. Colorado with my two. Colorado with two. Jorge, you got your four left. Which way are you going? Yeah, SC with my four. SC? Niners, four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. taking SC as my four. On we might, might have to put There's actually a lot of different there. picks. <laughs> And this was not a data-built one. Did, did this you was, not go just – Just the Charger one was the other one. Did you not fade everybody's nope. pick? I was just trying to The 10 week pick. last week to convince you that that wasn't that, a good idea. <laughs> I didn't even give it another opportunity to like, see if we can get four or five weeks of a survey. You need a good week. You don't have to get a 10, but you need like a five. You need a five I, I need double digits, as in I need to get to 10. So you need six. Yeah. Well, six is not easy. Yeah. Possible. But not easy. Yeah. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg. Letting you know, ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I don't know if this counts as an official vote or not, but I think it's more of a uh, very classy way of saying, I'm okay with this. Tip the cap. (laughs) Tip of the cap, right. Mookie Betts on his Instagram account just posted a picture of Ronald Acuna with, in giant red numbers, 4070, that says, I hope you all know how crazy this is with the mind-blown emoji right next to it. The only person that's – I shouldn't say Freddie's kind of in there too, but the – Mookie Betts is 1A. If you're not picking Acuna, you're picking Mookie Betts. That yeah. Mookie w- weighed in with this, I think, tells you where his heart is. It's respect, right? And I think there's probably such a great mutual respect. And sometimes these athletes, I think for Mookie, who's as good as he is and has accomplished things like winning a World Series and stuff along those lines, individual awards, I think – he wanted, he wanted, he didn't, he didn't. He could look and say, look what this dude has just done. I, 40, I got 70. all the respect. I know. Look at the set. 40, 70. Okay. As crazy as 40, 70 is, and it is. Um, Mookie Betts being 5'9 and hitting 40 home runs is which is probably it's, is almost as crazy. Aaron Judge looks like he hits 60 home runs. I know. Shohei Otani looks like he hits 50 home runs. Mookie does not look no. like somebody that hits 40. He's 5'9". He's strong. I know it's that. like a guy but... hitting one in the gap, getting a second, maybe stretching it to third. Like that's, Dude, that, it's bombs. Is Altuve doing that, you know? Dude, it's bombs. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Congratulations to Mookie on a great season, but Acuna's going to I'm win sure the and... Cubs broadcasters are going to respond to Mookie and say, <laughs> are we still talking about this? Move on. <laughs> that's a bad look. And, 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 yeah, that's stupid. Man, everybody has a bad day, I guess. Well, that, I, I'm telling you, if they clinched a week ago, they would not have had the response that they had. But the fact that they're falling apart yes. is the is Oh, no question about it. it. Sunday night is Jets-Chiefs, and it will be the first Jets Sunday night football game since 2012. And I would wow. imagine that NBC is regretting that decision. I mean, I know, I know that Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be here, but the Chiefs box office, Taylor Swift, and everything that comes along with her appearance at the game and reporting that gonna she's going to be there. They're going to get numbers, but the football game is going to be just an absolute S yeah. show. And I also feel bad for the Swifties that are just now being exposed to football, that they have not watched football before. They're, oh, I want to see Taylor Swift's boyfriend on the field or whatever. And they've watched the Bears, and then they will watch the Jets in successive weeks and think that that's football. That's, yeah, that's football. It's uh, The Zach Wilson show needs to come to a merciful end. It, it is, it's impossible to watch. You know what's they funny? They have Trevor Simeon. Simeon time. He's, he's Joe Montana <laughs> next to Zach Wilson. What's he really funny is. is that just the mere fact that Chiefs are on that game, I get excited to watch that game. Like just so I could see that. I know how bad the game is. I know it's that it's not going to be. But just because, hey, I get a chance to see Mahomes. There's no distractions. There's no – I get to see Travis Kelsey, everything else. I, I'm I'm in. It's interesting you say that because the only time I've ever liked watching someone excellent just destroy everyone else. Like I like watching excellent against excellent. The only time I've ever been fully riveted by someone that's just that much better. Tiger? Than the that's it. That's the only time. Where, where Tiger was so much better than everybody else. I didn't care that he was winning by 10 shots. I just wanted to watch him do his thing. There was no excitement. No, there was excitement, but there was no drama to who's going to win, who's going to lose. Just it was, what is he going to do? How much is he going to win by? And I what's also, he going to do? 
I brought yeah. her name, I, I guess, earlier this week with uh, Serena Williams. But when Keith Ledecky, to me too, again, I'm going to go watch swimming because I want her to watch her beat people by two two entire laps of the pool because she's that insanely good and better than everyone else. And can you put that in context for those of us that don't know swimming? Like, is that winning winning by two laps? Is that winning a baseball game by 20 runs? That is winning a football game 41 to zero. Okay. <laughs> And okay, so what's so funny? Yeah. My friends, my family, and I had seventy this, to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? My family had this joke because the very first time she was like a sixteen-year-old, she was going out there and swimming in the Olympics. She was, uh, it was one of the long-distance events, the fifteen hundred, I believe, and she was going out at a, at a record pace. They were like, "She's blowing this line out of the water. She's gonna have to come back. She didn't have to pace herself." She ends up like totally like murdering that line the world record and they were like well i, I like guess we line. uh over overestimated her underestimated her it was it's very cool and she's been blowing it up ever since it was today uh september 28th in 1988 that oral hersheiser broke his uh form or i should say dodger pitcher don drysdale's Record by pitching 59 consecutive scoreless innings. And do I get to tell my, my, tell the story. my favorite part of this yeah. again? Yeah. Because I love this. Oh, no, not the same story, right? <laughs> Here it comes. It had to be a scoreless tie not through nine innings for him story. to break the record, right? It's a scoreless innings record. The, yeah. He needed 10 innings to break the record. The only way you get 10 innings in a scoreless, you need 0-0, right? Dodger score, they went season ends. He doesn't break the record until potentially next year. If the Padres score, doesn't matter. The streak's over. He doesn't break the record. It needed to be a 0-0 tie through nine innings, and that's exactly what happened. That's not freaking meant to be. It's crazy, right? And every time you've told that story, it's like, think about just the hype going into a game. It's like the only way this happens is 0-0 through nine, and then he stays there for the 10th. Can I throw one out? And everybody's like, "All right, yeah, that's not happening." If you're on the Dodgers, and you're like, you're like, "Hey, let's just, you know, let's just let him keep putting up zeros until he sure. doesn't." And I'm not saying throw away at bats. I'm just saying, I get it. Let's maybe see a few pitches that maybe we might go out after another point. Maybe that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, it's it could happen. I, 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 that doesn't sound shocking. An incredible accomplishment. Jeannie Buss said that she would not be surprised if LeBron James. Played another five seasons? It wouldn't surprise me if LeBron played another five years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen him um, do things, you know, in the last couple seasons that, you know, defied mm-hmm. anything we'd seen before. Um, but that's his decision. Okay, if I'm going on basketball reference in four years and I'm saying, yeah, but in his 23rd season, he was still <laughs> averaging 22 points. Nine rebounds and seven assists. That sounds – I can't really comprehend that one. You know, to, to see – even saying right now he's in his 21st season in the league and the numbers that he's had. Can I, can I read some to you? And I know this is – it just – for me it doesn't make sense, okay? Last season, 38 years old, he averaged 29 points a game. He averaged eight rebounds, and he averaged seven assists. 29, eight, and seven. That's a triple-double. Come on, man. And I'm not telling you the man hasn't slowed down. I'm not telling you he's the same defender he was in his 15th season. I'm not telling you there aren't times where he settles for a jumper and everybody's like, Braun, drive the ball. And Braun's probably saying, I'm 38. (laughs) Look at all the minutes I have on me. 
I've been care. I need to settle for a three. I'm not driving the ball <laughs> to the basket. I know things have changed. It's not the same, but that's insane. Here's LeBron is not going to be playing NBA basketball five years from now. I truly believe that in my heart, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> that's the crazy part, right? Like him, him playing for five more years. It's like no. He's, and, but then you say what you just read off, Slee. All of those numbers. It's like maybe he might like. No other player ever would you even entertain the idea. I don't think he will, but I'm not saying no way, no how, no chance. He's still putting up numbers. He's, He's still, still carrying the team. Okay, let me flip it on its head a little bit. They're, they're fifth favorites. They're fifth odds in, I forgot which one, fifth best odds to win a championship. It He's happens, on one of those teams. It happens occasionally, but how often when he's on the court is he not the best player on the court? One out of every five or six games? Yes. Eight, eight or nine? Yeah. Right? Not very often. And that doesn't mean that he won't have a better night than whoever's on the other sure. side. Sure. For that one night. But, okay, if you're playing Giannis, okay, you got Jokic out there. All right, maybe Embiid, maybe Tatum. There's a few, but not. there's not I know. 15 you're of 30 of them. You're not going too far down that list. No chance. Uh, 1994. Oh, today. Also, I have oh, sorry, a man. news from Adam Schefter. So Adam Schefter says this, uh, that for the second straight day, the Colts – listed Anthony Richardson as a full participant in practice, putting him on track to play Sunday versus the Rams. Okay. Uh, good. I, so we don't I know. We don't know. Fourth. I think I want Gardner Minshew to play. He's a backup for the reason, right? He's, he's okay. He's not a bad player, but Anthony Richardson's that way. We're going to get him. Oh, he got out again. Wait, did he throw that ball 60 yards on a line? Like his freak factor is off mm. the charts. Minshew might, you know, nickel and dime your way down the field, but I don't think he's going to out freak you. Got to get that game. They got to find a way to block somebody along the way as well. You know what we should do right now? You know what I'd really like to do right what now? What is that? A little super crosstalk. Bonk. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Um, I got a lot that I, that I want to get to right here. I want to start with what we just played. Did you see where Jeannie said that she thinks LeBron could play another five seasons? That she said that on TV. We just, we just. Really? As the Laker play by play announcer, I hope she's 100% right. <laughs> five more seasons. Huh? Five more. Uh, M, M, can you cue it up again? Can we play it so the guys can hear it? Take him to age 43? Four, right? Four. 38 age now. 43. Be 39 in December. 39 on December 30. So it would okay. take him to Tom Brady level. The, which is, uh, which strangely, December 30th, when LeBron was born, is also the birthday of Tiger Woods. And somebody, oh, Sandy Koufax. Oh, wow. And it's like, a good day. If you want your kid to be <laughs> like the 30th. greatest in whatever sport you're in, Google December 30th birthdays and just watch. Take, take a listen to this. This is Jeannie. It wouldn't surprise me if LeBron played another five years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've seen him um, do things, you know, in the last couple seasons that, you know, defied anything we'd seen before um but that's his decision so i don't think he's going to play five more years no. but i also do not want to bet my house on it mm -mm. That, that that's the level of one in a billion-y that we're talking about that nobody plays Insane. until they're 45 if there was ever old. a guy if there was five everybody, everybody said this about brady and he just kept going yeah and that's that's why i'm not a hundred percent no i'm a no but I'm not. It, it, yeah, I'm a, I'm a very unlikely, but the chances aren't zero. You think he'd ever do the? I don't want to say Vince, Car but not be if not the best player on the team, very I, close I to it. I think he said that he doesn't want to play just to play. 
mm-hmm. that they're either competing for a championship or there's no point. And by the way, Tom Brady, that's a great example. It's not like Brady at the end of his career was just hanging still, out to wave at people. Right. Right? There, there was still a chance to go get another Super Bowl. Sure. Did it in Tampa. Yep. I um, want to see him try. How'd the, uh, how'd the draft go? How'd the uh, Toy Story draft? For, first of all, John, you know this Sunday they're doing the Toy Story right. game. Uh, from London, I guess it'll be on super early. It's six thirty kickoff our yeah. time. Six thirty so, is a rumor to me. I've I've never seen six thirty. <laughs> you don't strike me as a, it doesn't even you exist. Ever, you did mornings on extra I did, when I, I first did. started and listening then to now you. Now I'm in bed until eleven. Eleven. Yeah, I'm and in then bed. he's back in the bed at five. <laughs> I do a lot of my I do yeah. a lot of my I wake up at eight thirty. Eleven. I do a lot of my prep. prep I do bed. yoga at ten. Okay. I go back to then bed. I finish my prep. Bed. Why do you get back in bed? Because it's comfortable. My dogs are cuddling. Do you have with a comfortable chair at your house? No, I, I like laying. I like working in bed. I, I'm a good. Uh, bed is really good. Bed is good for you. Uh, it's 11? good for you. Yeah, eleven. If, I like if, that you get up and exercise. Somebody had a yeah. good comp yesterday. You know who he's going to become. The uncles in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory <laughs> that never get out of bed ever. Your your yeah. Uncle Joe? Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. I got a golden ticket. But if you're but if you're productive. Yes. I am getting right. a lot of work done. Do your thing. I just like working like this. Uncle Joe was capable of walking like. this whole time, and then he just when he finally got the ticket, he's able to get up. Of course, like let's I mean, got to step a. When the, the, when the bucket, bell rings, you got to answer. The it. buckets were struggling. Yes, the buckets needed some income. I'd like to point out though, <laughs> I I don't think he got up and did yoga in the morning. Like <laughs> he I got started up and did dancing yoga. right away. He did, uh, he did dance. Yeah. All right. So the Toy Story. Drive. All right. So we could. What it was, you had to pick a Toy Story character and give him a position. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Uh, ready, John? Sure. This is Jorge's team. He took Woody at quarterback. Okay. okay. Strong, strong first pick. He had pick. the number one pick. Yeah. Bo Peep as his running back. Mm-hmm. Don't love it. No, I don't. Slinky as his wideout. Slinky would be tricky to cover. Yeah. Not a lot of speed, though. Bo, no, but he can get downfield. Climbs Bo downstairs Bo really well. Bo tells me they can't. Jorge, your team can't run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah did, so, did, you, did you see her driving with that skunk through different things? Yeah, oh, no. He's good, your man. team can't yeah, run the ball. No. I think you're in trouble. Sorry. I All think right, you're the Jorge. Rams in Cincinnati. <laughs> can't run the ball. <laughs> Refuse right. to run the ball. Potato head. He's the most versatile. By the well, way, that's yeah, that my pick. Yeah, that is true. And you that know what? I texted you guys. I said, Mr. Potato Head, left tackle. Mr. Potato Head was left on the board. Yeah. Here's my team. I took Buzz as my quarterback. Okay, strong strong quarterback yep. pick there. I have Ham the pig. Yeah, yeah. as my left tackle. Oh, to left tackle. Buzz. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I've got thing. I've got the two of the three most important positions in yeah. this thing. And then lastly, I took a head coach, and I took Etch the Etch a Sketch to draw oh, my plays. Oh, that is genius! Right? I saw. Yeah. So I, you can draw I, okay. plays on the Etch a Sketch. X's and O's. So far, I like your team way better than Jorge. Yeah, way okay. better than Jorge. Emily's team. She has Jesse as her quarterback. Mm. She has Stinky Pete, the prospector, right, as their as her head coach. Okay, and Big... well, he'd be kind of like Bum Phillips. He'd try a whole bunch of crazy <laughs> right, stuff, right? And Big Baby as her running back. Now that that's good. That's yeah, a good I like running Big back Baby pick. at running back. I don't yeah. know who's tackling Big Baby. No, Big Baby'd be hard to get on the ground. Yeah, and then Slee has Rex as his tight end, which. You need a very accurate quarterback if you've got Rex. Got well, I think chest. you're thinking Gronk. You right, hit right. him in the chest. Yeah. But it's, it's got to be right, here. right here. He has yeah. no reach. <laughs> yeah, just hit him right here. Right. His wingspan is like nothing. Yeah, tight have, ends, you got to be very better accurate. Have Tom Brady as your quarterback throwing Big around. NFL body, but no wingspan. He's got the little green men. The, 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 the aliens. Ooh, oh, those guys. They're playing the secondary. They're this defensive backfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they're getting. I beg, <laughs> they're picture, short. Yeah, and, and, and picture like Buzz running <laughs> over the middle. He would just trample those guys. And then Forky, which is his 
his homage to Brian, Brian, Brandon Staley as his head coach. That's my coach. Forky. Yeah, because we're going to try to get Caleb Williams with... Oh, you're tanking. Yeah, with, with Jack Travis, you're tanking. Williams. I so think you won this draft. Next year. So, right. yeah, Forky, so, I think you will finish last. Travis Slee and Emily, you can jump in on this too if you want. Uh, weigh in on a debate we're having that I'm the only one who has my position. Mason and Bergman are all on the other side. Hmm. I would start Bobby Miller game one of the postseason. I don't trust Clayton Kershaw. And the reason is Clayton Kershaw hasn't hit 90 all season. Bobby Miller throws 100 miles an hour. I want the guy who can throw 100 miles an hour available to pitch right away again. I want Miller coming back before I want Kershaw coming back. Uh, Slee, what do you think? Game one, who gets the ball? So we kind of went we went back and forth on this. I, I'm sold. Uh, you would go Bobby Miller? How I'm about going, you, Trav? I'm, I'm going by Miller, and, and I think there's a – if Kershaw gets it, it's not about baseball per se. It's about – it's Kershaw, it's yeah. respect, mm. it's that – I don't know. Unless experience is know. the thing that you're, you know, you're obviously depending on. So that. I was uh, talking to Bill Plunkett, texting with Bill Plunkett yesterday, and he said, you know, Kershaw didn't have velocity at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. He right. was at like 91 at the start it, of the year, and now he's down. at 89. It's down. Um, and, and, and he's throwing the, this. He's throwing the split change more. It's not just the velocity with Kershaw; it's the command. And and here's something. And that's the part that his ratio is still less than one over the last it, nine innings. But here's, he hasn't here's even something nine base that runners. no one has brought up, and and it's like people are afraid to say it. Clayton Kershaw is an incredibly average postseason pitcher. He's the most dominant regular season Dodger pitcher ever. Like nine close. He has been unable to duplicate that in the postseason. He's been better over the past three years. I don't think they years. win the World Series without him. I agree. He started two games and had very, very strong starts. Right. But his, that was three years ago. His postseason numbers, like if you just take the baseball reference postseason yeah. numbers, they're skewed because it was so bad at the beginning. Correct. Yes. So he's those been, Cardinals games. Cardinals remember he got hung out to dry in that one Cardinals well, game. Well, and, and you were at to. the Seven. Astros game where he gave up like nine runs. And again, yep. skewed for the, the obvious sure. reasons. Right. But Trav, who would you start game one? I don't even think it's a question. I think it's Bobby Miller by a mile. Well, see, yeah. Mason feels exactly the opposite. And, by the way, and I don't think it's because... You owe it to Clayton. Like, I don't care how yeah. Clayton Kershaw feels about it. Like, yeah. you know, you're the one, you're the two. But, I mean, what you're saying is you're going to get Kershaw in games two and five. Do you want Bobby Miller in one and four, or do you want Kershaw in two and potentially a deciding game five? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not trying to not answer your question, but I'm going to answer it slightly differently. Okay. I want my best pitcher to pitch first. Bobby Miller's their best pitcher. That's how I feel, too. Yeah, I think Clayton Kershaw right now should start game one. I would feel confident with Kershaw as the number one. And and I was going to say... Uh, Plunk, just to follow up, Plunkett says he thinks it is going to be Kershaw. I do too. Yeah, I, think I do it, too. I, I think it will be I think Kershaw. It's a mistake. But if you I don't look think at it, but then you, get, then you get Miller in a deciding game five. That, yeah, but I don't. I don't think they have enough pitching to do anything anyway. They're going to ham and egg it across the board. They're, yeah. they're going to try to put it together. Emmett but, Sheehan last night. Well, sell him. Sell because he's saying, and I'm. I lean more outs, towards John. I'm. Innings. I'm more surprised. If the Dodgers get to the World Series, I'm much more surprised than if they don't. I'd be and surprised if the Dodgers get out of round one. I would be really? shocked if the Dodgers get to the World Series. I, I, I would, I would be, be downright I shocked. I'd be I don't think this is our the, year. The, I'll root I, like I, hell, but I'm I don't gonna, think this is our I'm year. I'm going to get this a little bit wrong, but it's mostly right. There's the line in Bull Durham, like, young and dumb is dangerous. Right. And and they got a little of that. And I'm not calling, They don't know what they don't they know. They don't know what they don't know. What they have is a stable full of dudes that throw 100 miles an hour. Now the risk is one of those guys has a bad day, you lose the game. Right, yeah. and, and and that's but that's where they are. But what they have is a stable full of guys that throw 100 miles an hour. But and going out there has Bobby Miller at any point to you look like he was 
freaked out by what's he's pitch poorly he started out really well then he hit the skids now but, he's sort of rounded but again, back and he's to, coming back yeah. again pepio had a bad he's coming back again sheehan had sheehan his was, best outing of his was, career I, last I, night. I think i would start sheehan in game three after watching last night I here's what you're here's get what some I openers think, here's what i think they're gonna do and i think it's a huge mistake but i just i've been around the dodgers long enough to know it they're gonna start lance lynn in game three he's gonna be in a short leash but they're gonna start him because they won't trust Sheehan. They won't. I would start Pepio. I would start Sheehan. Ten strikeouts last night. He was commanding. Right, but who did they play? Rockies and Colorado. Colorado. Can I offer Colorado. Colorado. that? Because they, Colorado sucks. There's, they, right. they, they do. But pitching in Colorado is hard. Right, and Bobby Miller was great the other day. So. They all were. Pepio yeah. was good. Grove was good. Miller was good. Sheehan was good. All four of those guys were really good in Colorado, which makes so me why do good. So why do I think they're going to start Lance Lynn in it's game three? It's an interesting three. question. You, look, this is not unlike basketball a lot of times, where you go with the guys that you have a track record with. At least I know right. what I'm getting with Lance Lynn. It's a guy that's susceptible to home runs, but Lance Lynn's not going to be scared. Lance Lynn's not going to be freaked out. He's pitched in the playoffs. He might get lit up, but I don't think you're going to give him a chance to get clobbered. So you would start, John, you're saying... I think, well, here's what I would do. I would start Bobby Miller game one, Kershaw game two, Pepio game three. And I, and I think what I, the I Dodgers are going to do is start Kershaw game one, Bobby, Bobby Miller, Miller game Lance two, Lynn. Lance Lynn game three. I think you're right. I think Lance Lynn is the question mark. I, I think they're going to do an opener in game I three. I do too. I think you'll get some Caleb Ferguson, Gratterall situation. One of those guys, in, in, and, and an then you wind up, you could use Lance Lynn as a bulk pitcher after an opener. You need, to, you need opener. to get him into the lineup in a spot where you're not dealing with an Acuna, O'Reilly, and Olsen, a, now, a Nozuna. You need to find a spot where... And by the way, he the was terrible. Lance it, Lynn was terrible against against the Braves in his last start. Well, yes. it's, it's, right now, if the season ended What's today, it would terrible. be the Brewers or the Cubs, right? Yeah, Brewers, Cubs, they, Marlins. The Dodgers Could will be play Philly the too. best team that comes out of the wild card round. Yeah. Philly's no, going to be on the around. other side. But what if the, what if the, the Brewers the, get... No, they don't They don't reseed in baseball. So they're no, playing, I looked at it this morning. No, they play, th they play the winner of the 3-6 game. Are you 100% sure about that? I thought I looked at it this morning. Let's say, let's say Brewers are eliminated. It's not like the NFL. The NFL reseeds. Baseball... Baseball, the Dodgers are going to – Google – or go to MLB.com, Trav, and Google playoff bracket. Yeah, I'm looking at it I right think now. what what it will say is the 3 But the bracket, game, John, is not what the rules say. Because I, I literally looked at exactly what you're talking yeah. about this morning. I'm looking at it right now, and I spelled MLB with an N, so let me try mm -hmm. that again. <laughs> what is MLN.com? MLN. And, Trav, does I think the reason domain? they do it that way, because we Mason and I had somebody from MLB on one year uh -huh. a long time ago, and they said, we, we can't – we can't get enough hotel rooms, and we can't arrange it if we don't do it this way. Okay, so I'm looking at the bracket right now, which, yes, they have them bracketed to play the 6-3. But I want to read you what this says. Okay. Okay? So the division series, it says the NL higher wildcard winner at NL division winner number two. That means the better the team, they go to the So they do receive. Two. It's what that's how I read this. So let's say Milwaukee loses, right? And like Philly last year, wins. all the all the Philly, Philly would play the Dodgers. Philly would play the Dodgers, and Miami or Chicago that, would go again, play Atlanta. Without the t the bracketing, the pictures have them slotted towards each other, but that changes every day based on who's in what spot, right? But we should find out. We should call over there and find out. Do they NL receive? lower wild card winner, right? Which means okay. the worst team against NL division winner number one, which is Atlanta. But are you right. sure it's not worst team at the start of the playoffs rather than after those first series? Not according to 
what this looks like to me. Okay. It's maybe we're maybe we're both well, right and both wrong. Well, somebody'll know. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll get we'll I would get say two things can be true at the same time. Not in this case. I just like that expression because it makes you sound sort of smart and like Shadano. It's so, true. But two things in this case are not. I've been saying that for a long time. time. Have you did Sedano's, you invent that? <laughs> no, I didn't invent it. You know who I heard it from the first Ooh. time? Harry Shearer, who plays uh Homer Simpson, or not Homer Simpson, Mr. Burns. Sure. Yeah, he, well, he has he does like four or five voices right. on that. So show. I heard him say, he goes, I understand that, whatever the number is, I make $20 million a year and that's obscene. It is. But I'm also underpaid. Two things can be oh, it can wow. be true at the same time. That wow. this show is what it is. That sure. I am not getting my fair share, yes. even though yes. it's an obscene and amount of money. Fortieth year, that's or the whatever first time it is. I heard. Yeah. Okay. Trav wants credit. When so you Harry Shear. So you're that's saying what I heard. Shadano got it from Harry Shear. Yes. Well, I'm giving it to Harry Shearer. Okay, good. Harry Shearer gets it. Super Crosstalk. It's brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.